0: What's up, guys? Cody here for the KFA Report podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about all the Hall of Fame inductees and what they've done over the years. Uh, Andrade on his shoot podcast with Hugo Sovavio, whatever the former Spanish announcer was, um, how the WB Network on all platforms are removing content that has been reviewed and edited by Peacock. And- new japan pro wrestling reveals the new design for their world heavyweight championship we will be talking about that more and our review of wrestlemania 11 that and on the podcast Matt, how you doing this week, my friend?
1: Great, my friend. How are you?
0: Um, weirded out, especially this week in wrestling because a lot of shit has gone down.
1: It's been a busy week so far.
0: Um, <laughs> not just for us, for a lot of people, especially people that are going <laughs> to be uh, watching wrestling on Peacock from now on in the United States. Uh, right because I don't know if you've heard this or not, or keep up with the wrestling news on Facebook. Um, Peacock has been editing and uh, reviewing old uh, matches and pay-per-views from the network and editing them what they deem as inappropriate or not suitable uh, for their network.
1: And a lot of people are mad. Yeah, I wonder if that was like in the fine print and WWE knew this was going to happen.
0: It's a possibility because um, Survivor Series 2005, uh, for example, this segment entirely was removed. It was Vince McMahon, John Cena. They were talking street and then Vince just dropped the N word with an A at the end. And then he walks past Booker T and Booker T says, please tell me he did not just say that. Like, it was his catchphrase. Mm-hmm. That's gone from the library. That's completely gone from the network, period. Yeah, I can't even find it on the WB network. It's gone.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: Uh, and a match that has...
1: I'm not even going to go into what.
0: Oh, no, please. That's what the podcast is for.
1: Oh, I'm sure somebody will have something to say about it. But I'll tell you right now, there's plenty of people who have used that word. And uh, <laughs> let's just say you only get in trouble about it if you're white, okay? Well, he it's was white of- and
0: rich. So, I mean, eh.
1: I mean, I get it. But it's just like the whole fiasco that happened with Morgan Wall and the country singer. I'm sure you heard about it, even if you're not a country music fan. Oh
0: yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But what's so drunk? You
1: know, he says Yeah. But and he was outside of his own house anyways when somebody heard him say it. But it's just stupid, man. You know, you say that and then you get crucified for it. But if you look up a couple songs here in the the genre of uh, R and B or rap And you've got plenty of folks who aren't white saying that word 80, 90 times in one song. It's all good for them, though, in the hood, so to speak.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of which, WrestleMania six, a match between Bad News Brown and Roddy Piper is completely removed. The entire match is gone from that pay-per-view.
1: I wonder what the reason is for that.
0: Piper was black-faced half his body from his head to his toes. He did what? So, you know the term black-faced? Yeah. Like how, like, a white person or whatever person will go around with black makeup on, like a black person's makeup on? Okay. Well, it wasn't, like, a brown person. He literally went, like, black, like, dark. Black.
1: Like your shirt?
0: Yeah, like my shirt. God, yeah, like for people that are listening to audio for the black shirt that I'm wearing. From his from his oh head gosh. all the way down to his toes, like he covered his legs, everything. Well, he thought it was easy wash away paint. Apparently, it was more permanent than it than he thought it would be, and he had it on for six weeks. Jesus. It was it was a it was a joke for like a well not a joke but it was like part of the promo he had like three weeks before Mania, and he came out still half black and white. <laughs> so they completely cut out that match just for the fact that he was half black and half white. Mhm. Which you know it's whatever, but apparently. Um, everything they are doing right now, they will be doing a review process and content edits, and we can expect the entire library and whatever is left of it after they've sliced and diced it will be available for viewing in time for SummerSlam late August.
1: Dude, I swear to God. This world is so fucking sensitive, you can't even watch an old wrestling well, match anymore. Here,
0: here's the worst part. Everything that Peacock's doing in the States is affecting all international users who still use the network.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah. That is,
1: uh... <laughs> That's crazy. Maybe 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 WWE should renege on this deal and they should just keep running the network the way they have been
0: yeah i can i can see what you're saying there but uh
1: i mean they got enough attorneys i'm sure they could do something about it
0: right uh i mean yeah but he he got a million dollars Or a billion dollars for this deal. You think he's just going to give that up?
1: I mean, he's already a billionaire. True. Uh, (laughs) He could probably donate a billion dollars and it wouldn't even hurt him. You're not inaccurate?
0: I mean, you're really not? That's the worst part. But, uh, going from one fuck up to another, the NW, the NG, fuck it, New Japan Pro Wrestling, I'm not even gonna try to do the initials, <laughs> they, uh, they came out with a new title belt, I just sent you a picture of it, if you got it.
1: Yeah, it's huge.
0: That is one of the ugliest title designs I've ever seen in my life.
1: It's absolutely huge, man. Like, Crazy.
0: When you put it on a Koto a Koto though, it's not really that huge. It look it looks like it looks like if the divas title and Cody Rhodes's tattoo had a baby. Yeah, it does. And that's that's what you ended up with. I mean it looks good on him. It looks good on Koto Ibushi. But I don't know. It's interesting.
1: It's huge, man. I don't know about that.
0: I know, right? It's, I like the older design. I do. I don't know why they couldn't just absorb the Intercontinental title into that title.
1: Uh, I could not tell
0: you it's weird, but you know, it t- there, there have been titled like designs in history that have just never survived space and time. Like uh perfect example, the Brahma bull belt that never saw the light of day on TV. It's now a collector's item, like a collector's championship. But it's it was sure. supposed to be like how Austin had the smoke and skull belt when he was a WWE champion. And then it never saw the light of day. Very odd. Or what was the other one? Apparently I mean, there was a, a king of the ring belt that Mabel won or Mabel has. Hmm. or viscera for those of you who are in the attitude Era, or big daddy v for those of you who only watch ruthless aggression on
1: uh king of the ring uh belt would be cool honestly yeah, there's
0: pictures around on the internet that like he has it so i don't know if it was a wwe property or if it's a um one of those uh, custom titles that he just had made for himself.
1: Now, when is King of the Rings supposed to be? I was going to talk about it, but because Baron Corbin's been King Corbin for like, it seems like about 10 years now. So uh, I'm he's curious. only
0: been, he's only been King of the Ring for two years, I think maybe. Yeah.
1: I no. thought, I thought King of the Ring was supposed to happen every year though. He's
0: been yeah two years because he won it after thirty five, after beating Kurt Angle's retirement match.
1: So, are we gonna do King of the Ring again, or is he just King forever now?
0: I think they, I think they pull out King of the Ring as like a uh nostalgia thing, like every couple of years because they like have nothing else to do. It's like in case of emergency and boredom, break class. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's always funny. like their their go to top of the line type thing. Right. Um Yeah. I mean it is what it is. It's not it's not a bad thing. I, I wish that they would bring that back and like have like not replace money in the bank but be like Royal Rumble faces WrestleMania. And whoever wins... Like, have King of the Ring in June. And whoever wins King of the Ring in June goes on the, uh, face the winner... Or face the champion at SummerSlam.
1: Ooh, dude, that's a cool idea.
0: They did it one time, and it was the last King of the Ring of 20... Or the last pay-per-view King of the Ring, 2002, when Brock Lesnar won. Fuck
1: mail. We should... We should review that. That's that's a good idea.
0: After our last WrestleMania, we will.
1: And you're picking this week, by the way.
0: Oh, deal. Because I need a palate cleanser after that fucking pay-per-view.
1: <laughs> palate cleanser? I don't even have taste buds left. <laughs> for all of our listeners, well, or like last week, thanks for the four people who have stuck it out with us. Oh, we're up what to five a now. terrible... The Ooh, five thank you, number five, uh, dude, you should have let me pick a different one.
0: Hey, you pick the number, you stick with it. That's how it fucking goes here.
1: This was like watching Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on mute. This is bullshit. Can I buy a vowel? Come on.
0: Oh my god. Uh... I don't even think Pat Sajak has ever been I, on I, WWE television.
1: <laughs> I know probably, Vanna White has, not, not but I don't will.
0: think Pat Sajak has.
1: Now that you put that into the universe.
0: Oh, shit. Fucking mark my words. WrestleMania 38. Pat Sajak will be the special guest host of WrestleMania.
1: That could work out. 38's in what?
0: <laughs> Dallas?
1: Yeah, hopefully I'll be there
0: Dallas too. Boy. So, speaking of WrestleMania, uh, yep. the night the night before the first night of WrestleMania will be the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, and this yeah, year we, we have a spoiler on who is. warrior award recipient this year and it is current wwe superstar titus o'neill
1: really
0: yes um he often (laughs) makes headlines in the tampa area where he lives as he does a lot of good for the community through his Bullard I'm sorry for the mispronunciation Bullard Family Foundation He previously played in the area football league Or arena football league For Tampa Bay Storm Team uh, Titus has been with the WWE since signing a Developmental deal in oh9 Jesus Christ he's been there 11 years
1: 12 years Fuck I, I like Titus One of my favorite Titus O'Neal moments is him Running down the ring and Was that Royal Rumble that was the <laughs> he, greatest Royal Rumble.
0: We're the one inside right under the ring. He could have died, man. He, I think he, he hit, did it on hit the purpose. Ring. Oh man, he, there's he no way he fucked that up. He fucking did that shit on purpose just to get a like a notoriety, notoriety ability on that.
1: I mean, I don't think I would purposely fall on a national, a national, global stage but to each their own you never know what they're gonna do
0: exactly so let's let's list off his accolades as a WWE superstar he is a former fcw florida tag team champion a former wwe tag team champion and the inaugural wwe 24 7 champion
1: that's it whoa would you look at that that's all he's got <laughs> You know what's crazy though Is he's just he, He's one hell of a guy Like he does Yeah Like you talked about What he does in Florida If you look up What he does Like for charity work mm-hmm, And whatnot Exactly It's pretty incredible and you, you know
0: what the, Could it, it could not go to A nicer guy To be perfectly honest I'm I'm okay with this Um Especially look at Who the recipients were Beforehand Uh the one that always always gets me is that freaking promo package uh, of Connor the Crusher me- me- Mitchell... Mikalek? Mikalek.
1: M- yeah, yeah. Mikalek.
0: Connor the Crusher, baby. Dude, every time I see that fucking promo package, I, like, cry.
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely get choked up watching it, that it's like, stuff, like man. Just
0: thinking about it now, especially at the end where his little brother says, I love you, Connor. Like, shit like you can't write that shit it just gives you goosebumps and it's like
1: fuck <laughs> oh especially for you man you've got you've got young kids so yeah you know i don't i don't have kids yet so i don't really fully grasp that whole thing you know what i mean like you can't you can't until you're a parent but right to watch that and to see the emotion of his family and everything and yeah, it's just pretty nuts, Ryan man.
0: And everything, Jesus. Oh yeah. But Titus O'Neil will be rounding off uh a who's who list of both 2020 and 2021 class this year. The 2020 class, the NWO, the British Bulldog, Jushin Thunderlager, JBL and the Bella Twins. Now, to be fair, maybe one of those entries could be knocked off. (laughs) Matt, would you like to take a guess which one I'm talking about?
1: (laughs) The one in which I don't even know whose name it was? Jushinder Liger? You said Juju something or another Juju fruit?
0: (laughs) Okay. How dare you disrespect a man who's been in the business for over 40 years and has reinvented himself time and time again? Who is the, like, one of the inventors of the WCW cruiserweight division? Okay, my bad, it's not him. (laughs) Which one? The Bella Twins, really? What do you mean? Oh,
1: God, we're not doing this. Best tag team of all time. Oh, you can look, but you can't touch. <laughs> I'm so happy that they're in the Hall of Fame. This is great. I hate you. What do you mean? Listen, total bellas, total divas, total everything. They're the total whole package. Total
0: fanboy, total jackass, total fuck off.
1: <laughs> Yo, know, I'm telling you what—they're—they're they're great, man, and they have a great clothing line too.
0: I'm not even going to fucking respond to that because it's like, what? no, I am. How the fuck do you know that they have a great clothing line? And please use the words, if, if you don't use these words, I'm going to be really scared. Please use the words, my wife
1: buys it. I buy it for my wife because it's that good of shit. It's expensive. So let me put this in perspective. You know how all the girls they like Victoria's secret and all that shit right well birdie b they do all this athletic stuff blah 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 but they have some really nice stuff and i mean my wife likes the stuff so there you go i got they got these nice like tie-dye looking shorts and they they look pretty nice i'm not gonna lie
0: this part of the podcast is brought to you by contraceptives please use them (laughs)
1: That's a good little uh, I love to do that more often Every time Matthew goes on a tirade About something that Cody doesn't like Contraceptives This is what
0: happens When mom and dad are brother and sister Please stop it
1: (laughs) Wow I can't believe that you're bashing the Bella Twins like that
0: Okay, let's get one thing straight. The only three reasons that the Bella Twins are even remotely near a wrestling ring is because of A, John Laurinaitis, who is fucking their mother.
1: Okay, he's first of all, he's married to their mother. <laughs> he's not just banging
0: her. Well, first he was just fucking her. Now he's married to her. He test drove the car and yes. now he wants to drive it.
1: Uh, yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> Second of all, they both married, or they both got together with huge superstars.
1: Most definitely. Especially Nick. You're, t- telling, you're telling me you wouldn't do the same thing? I'm not saying I wouldn't do
0: the same thing, but they're going into the <laughs> Hall of Fame because of, quote-unquote, their wrestling attributes and their wrestling attributes to the business they suck they were a huge part of this what here's how bad they suck the WWE did a top 50's women's greatest modern era list this past week on the network they couldn't even put each of them on their own number they had to cop out and put the Bella Twins at 26 together
1: Okay, first of all, it's because they were a team most of the time. And second of all, Nikki Bella should have been put in the top 20 for sure. And oh, cuz the rack man. attack is a am- <laughs> the rack attack was amazing. The rack attack 2.0 baby also amazing. Rack attack 1.0
0: put her in the fucking hospital for a year with a neck injury.
1: Yeah, they should have been having her drop them down, like straight down to the ground, not just dropping them on her neck. That's just piss-poor planning. Piss-poor results, too. But, My point is that se- being exactly. just said, proved
0: point A. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. She plenty of people helping her develop that move better to not just drop the people right down on the back of her neck. Could have been dropping them back further, like, you know, when you do squats and you got the bar back here, you don't put the bar on your neck. Come on now. But anyways, irregardless, you don't like them. I love them. I can't wait to see them twirl around and dance when they get into the Hall of Fame. So.
0: All due respect to Nikki and Brie Bella. Your TV show is ratings getters, which is fine. Stay the fuck away from my wrestling business.
1: Oh, um, for the for the record, everybody, Cody now owns the wrestling business of the entire world.
0: <laughs> These dumb bitches are on the same fucking bar as Logan Paul and Pat McAfee. That's how fucking bullshit this is.
1: Oh, boy. And you get to see this week, uh, for everyone that doesn't know, we record on Fuck Tuesdays. Fuck that. So, anybody that li- is listening to this right now, it will be Friday when you're listening to this, um, Logan Paul will be on SmackDown. Tonight. <laughs> Tonight. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody, it's going to be your favorite episode of the year. Come on. <laughs> Let's see if McAfee shows up. too. This is your year, Cody. <laughs>
0: dare put that fucking bad juju on me right now motherfucker
1: Man, imagine Friday before Wrestlemania you have to watch the Bella t- Twins one of the best tag teams of all time going into the Hall of Fame Then imagine if your dude shows up at Mania during medias and stuff you're going to be so bent <laughs> you
0: fucking ain't right I'm
1: going to be pissed
0: dude I'm pissed at that list because they put Sable at 16
1: Yo, if I run into that dude down there, I'm FaceTiming you instantaneously so you could talk mad shit to him. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd talk mad shit
0: here, but I wouldn't do that in front of people. Fuck that. <laughs> I am not yeah, that kind of would, person. <laughs> you would definitely, you would wuss out for sure. Oh, without a doubt. I'd fucking bitch out faster than any fucking motherfucker ever would. I'd bitch
1: out faster I'd walk than. i right up to him. Hey, please, uh, sir, I need to have a word with you. My good friend and colleague over here, he hates your guts and thinks that you're a piece of shit. What do you have to say on that? Cody. Uh... <laughs> I'd be like,
0: sir, it's very nice to meet you. Have a good day. Click. <laughs> Breaking news. Cody has no balls. Breaking news. They're in my wife's purse. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the 2021 class. Kalee, Kane, Eric Bischoff, Molly Holly, Rob Van Dam, and Titus O'Neil accepting the Warrior Award, which is pretty cool. Um, RVD was broke across the news on Fox Sports, which is pretty neat to see. Molly Holly was the first inductee this year. Eric Bischoff was the one after that, and I believe Eric Bischoff rightfully deserves to go into the Hall of Fame, if not for an on-air character in WWE, but for being the pain in the ass of Vince McMahon of all the early, uh, mid to late
1: 90s. I agree. I'm surprised it took this long. Right? Like, what the fuck? For sure. Yep.
0: Kane, that was pretty Way cool. Too long. Uh He found out from Undertaker when they do it on the bump, which, you know, I think that show's stupid, but it is what it is. Uh, Kali is your foreigner of the year.
1: My my wife was pretty surprised to hear that. To be honest, and I I get it. I get why he is. So get her argument. Well, she's like, "Are you kidding me right now?" <laughs> Who, she's not a big fan of Kali. Oh. Yeah. If you go
0: look at my TikTok, which is at KFAB Report on TikTok. Um, not a lot of people are happy that Kali is in the Hall of Fame. No. But I put it this way, Kali is as popular in India as Bret Hart is in Canada.
1: Yeah, you really hurt somebody's feelings when you said that guy was like total, like you ruined his day. He was so upset. Like, I bet you he told people at his job. This guy on TikTok Said that the great Khali was the same as the hearts. I bet you he he probably he probably literally talked about it all day. That poor kid.
0: Oh, uh, I was I was laughing. It it made me laugh.
1: I say poor kid. He's probably like in his forties and has like Bret Hart uh, all over his house, and he's like really awkward.
0: Well, the thing is, is that Bret Hart's like appeal in America has like been diminished almost whereas in like everywhere else in the world he is loved
1: uncontrollably i'm sure that he is like that's all well and good but i i just love that you did that because that dude oh it set him off it was so funny i think one of my favorite things to do in the morning uh every morning i get up i have coffee and i kind of just mosey around the house I don't like to get up and go straight to work, you know? So right. I get on and I look at your most recent TikToks and I want to see who you pissed off the most. <laughs> right. I, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Honestly. Dude, it's taking off. The The podcast uh, TikTok is taking off for sure. People are you're getting a lot more views, a lot more likes, and then, you know, we're getting... I say we, you're the one doing it, but you're getting reactions (laughs) out of people. Right. So I'm going to try to start feeding into those reactions too. Like you've already, you already stir them up and then I'm going to stir them some more once, (laughs) once you hooked them.
0: Oh, you motherfucker. Oh boy. So because of your Stupidity and saying that Logan Paul is going to be on next week. <laughs> he's reportedly going to be involved in the fucking Kevin Owens Sami Zayn matchup, which he needs to nowhere near be.
1: Yo, he's gonna get. He's gonna get into it, and he's gonna win. Just like he won that UFC fight too, or that boxing match, or whatever.
0: Whatever. It doesn't matter. Boxing's just as rigged as fucking WWE, so it doesn't matter.
1: Everything's rigged, dude. Everything's rigged. Telling you right now. Everything. Every sport, everything. There's always the outcome that the top people at the top want, and that's how it's gonna roll. Yeah.
0: I get it. It but it's still stupid. really stupid ay 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 ooh here's something interesting that nobody's talked about since fucking 2020 or 2019 whenever he got released WWE is dealing with trademark issues on Sin Cara
1: really why is this? Because he's fighting under the same name somewhere else, or what? <laughs>
0: oh, this is great. So, back in October of 2020, WWE filed to trademark the moniker Sin Cara within the United States patent. Patent and Trademark Office, which was the name of the character played by Lucha Libre stars Caristico and Hunico, neither of whom are with the company any longer. However, WWE is facing some setbacks regarding the trademark. They received a notice on March 26 saying that they need to determine if Sin Cara is the name of a living individual, something they failed to do in their initial filing. This includes whether the moniker is a first name whatever the second word is stage name or nickname. WWE has also had issues trademarking the Dean Ambrose moniker as well. And we're told they need to get permission from the original namesake, AEW superstar, John Moxley. Really? So WWE is having some legal issues with trademarking names. Intrasting
1: it's so stupid that there's problems with names. You know, <laughs> like that's just ridiculous.
0: Well, think about it though. It, it makes sense.
1: Well, realistically, there could be somebody out there whose name is Dean Ambrose. You know,
0: right? And I under—I understand that. It—it's stupid, but like how else are you going to whoops went to the wrong thing but how else are you going to like keep your characters that you have and it's not going to uh it's not going to stay with you
1: yeah I'm not sure man that sounds like a big headache right like who's
0: gonna trademark cody wilson fuckers
1: you should do it right now so
0: what we came what people have come to really hear us talk about which is andrade being released and then him doing a shoot interview on lucha libre online um he said he walked away from a contract worth $3 million per year when he left the company. He, this is a quote, I had a great contract with WWE. A great contract. $3 million per year. Several million dollars per year. A lot more than plenty of guys coming up from NXT. I heard about some of those contracts. I made a lot more than those guys. The former NXT champion said. That's a lot of money. To just walk away from
1: To just You must really like Like the only reason you walk away from a job, especially I mean any job, but especially a job that pays like that, you really gotta not like what's going down. Yeah. Too bad too, because he's got a lot of talent.
0: yeah it uh he he was a huge talent they just let him let him go it it's weird i mean I'm trying to find the transcript of the complete interview to get like an exact um I guess there were also like things with uh Charlotte being fake pregnant. Really? WWE doctors thought that she was pregnant. She went and got tests done and the WWE doctor was like still adamant that he that she was pregnant. Hmm.
1: That's kind
0: of awkward. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, she received a call from W Medical telling her that her HCG levels had come back high and she was being medically suspended for pregnancy. That day, she took several home tests that all came back negative. A few days later, blood work and ultrasounds confirmed that she was not pregnant. This was before any issues with COVID. Um, and she was absent from this week's Raw due to COVID.
1: Well, damn. Yeah, it's, it's just fucked. So I wonder what's going to go down with all that. You think that, you don't think she'll ever leave, do you? (sighs) Hard to say.
0: Hard to say. I mean, she's what a time women's champion. Fuck! Now you gotta make me think about that. I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll just go. I'll just go check her records real quick.
1: (laughs) Hey Siri, how many times has Charlotte won the WWE Women's Championship?
0: Ten bucks says it won't tell you.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. You're on Skype right now, and I won't tell you.
0: See? Told you. Come on, you bitch. Just passed her, didn't I? No, I didn't. There she is. You gonna give me stats or are you just gonna. There we go. Fuck your theme song video. I don't wanna fucking see that. Seriously, it's not gonna tell me how many times she's been a fucking champion? Really, after all this, you're not gonna.
1: 13. Four times as the Raw Women's Champion, five times as the SmackDown Women's Champion, NXT Champion, WWE Divas Championship once, and the Women's Tag Team Championships once. She is the most decorated woman in WWE history with 13 titles. So she's
0: won 12 Women's Championships and one Tag Championship. Yep. Okay. That, that's what the answer was going to be. Um, yeah, it, and by the way, most decorated, bullshit. Their fucking list, by the way, is bullshit, that, that top 50. They had Sonya Deville on there. She didn't fucking win anything.
1: They put Sonya Deville in the top 50? Yeah, top 50.
0: Modern era, so it's from 93 to current. Yeah, I'd put her in the top
1: 15 I'm just kidding. Don't you start your shit again. I don't know. I mean, I think that she's really good. Honest with you. But I don't know why she would land in the top 50 already. She was 40, 48
0: or 47.
1: Gotcha. Hey, if they made a top 50 list and you were number 50, don't you think you'd be a little bummed out that you were all the way at the bottom of the list? Who the fuck was? Or would you 50? be happy that you made?
0: Oh, God. now you, Now you got me wondering who the
1: fuck 50 was. God damn you. I'm just saying, like, just in theory, let's just say, all right, we're going to talk about the world's top 50 uh, food grain delivery drivers, and Cody Wilson, you're number 50. <laughs> right. You're in the top 50, but you're 50. You don't make the top 10. You don't make the top 20. No, you're 50. I mean, eh. Take it or leave it
0: at that point. <laughs> either you you either deal with it or you just you fucking fight it or you just deal with it either be
1: I'll like, tell you I what deserve they, not to be 50 if they made me number 50 I'd want to come back the next time they made the list and be number one so it just motivate me
0: I mean yeah I understand that it just, here, let me, I'll just bring up the fucking list, and we'll just go through it real quick.
1: Sure. Hey, it's your podcast, man. We can talk about whatever you want. We could talk about I different know, types it of toilet just, paper.
0: <laughs> they need to fucking go through this list again, though, and change it. Especially if, with well, what, with what their rules were.
1: I'll tell you what, Cody. They don't need to do anything, but you can go ahead and make yourself a top 50 women's Fuck work, that. And we will all look Fuck that. Food. I'm
0: not going to do 50. I'll do
1: top 10, but I won't do 50. Fuck. Man, I want to hear your unsolicited, unedited, no fear, dive in. I want to hear your top 10, and not right now. Right. I want you to make a list I want your top 10 men your top 10 women okay so all time can, I, I,
0: we'll have to write like we'll have to do a criteria because their criteria sucked ass their criteria was modern era which is 93 to current but the problem was is that modern era should be from 97 to current because from 95 to 97 there was no women's championship there was no women's division. Because in 95, Alundra Blaze, a.k.a. Medusa, went back to WCW with the Women's Championship on Nitro and threw it in the trash can.
1: (laughs) I do remember that. Which Um, took
0: two years off the women's division, so therefore Alundra Blaze's era should not count.
1: That's fair. Um, You, You can make any criteria you want. I was just thinking, of all time... No criteria at all for your top 10 men performers and your top 10 women.
0: Right. Well, it just, the thing is, is that they were going by accolades. They were going by mostly accolades and they did quote unquote, take into account stuff they did on the outside. That shouldn't matter. If you're going to go by top 50 women's wrestlers, guess what the key word in that fucking sentence is? Wrestler. Wrestlers, not ambassadors. Fair. 50 number 50 was Tony Storm
1: yo she can perform
0: she can perform she should be top 20 not 50 but I understand why she's 50 because she ha- she's only won one championship well I understand why she's on the list I should say not 50 I understand why she's on the list she's won a championship she's a May Young classic victor she's mm-hmm. she won that tournament And then this is the one that pisses me off and the one that's on TikTok. Caitlyn. Caitlyn deserves to be nowhere near this fucking list. Yes, she was a Divas champion. Yes, she was a Divas champion for almost a year in an era where there were no women opponents to beat her. Three, they said that her and AJ Lee defined, had a new definition for women's wrestling when she was champion. Fuck you. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: Dude, you get you get bent about these women. Because it's so funny. It's
0: not just the women though, it's the way WD presents this shit, and then they're like, Oh, here's our top five. Okay. Tell me if you believe in this top five. Okay. Really? I got the list that didn't have a top five. Are you fucking kidding me? It's a to be announced. Fucking fuck off. <laughs> Jackasses.
1: You're cussing
0: at an inanimate object. <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> Number five is Asuka. Yeah. Number four is China. No. I believe she's top three honestly and I'll explain in a second number three is Becky Lynch
1: not top three top ten number two is Charlotte yeah
0: number one is Trish Stratus right so would you like to know where Bailey was put
1: Bailey was put near, what, 22?
0: 10. She was number 10.
1: Fair enough. Bailey's a great great performer, in my opinion. Her in-ring ability's good. She's uh, getting better and better on the mic every day.
0: Right. But here's the way they were looking at it was accolades. If we're really going to go by accolades, here are the top three women in the company, period. Asuka, Bailey, China. And I'm going by
1: st- because of championships. Because of
0: strict accolades, period. Not just championships. Asuka is the only woman in the company to win every women's accolade, period. Bailey is number two because she's missing a Royal Rumble. China is number three because not only is she a women's champion, she's also a former intercontinental champion and a European champion.
1: Um, you might want to move Bailey up to number one after next year because I think she's winning the Royal Rumble.
0: Well, that's why because I would say Asuka and Bailey would be 1A, 1B, and then put China to number two.
1: Because you, you mentioned that. Now, that makes me think that, I mean, because I think she'll be around for a while, I think you'll definitely see her win a Rumble.
0: Right. But China was the one. And why not? The, this year? China's the one that broke the doors down for everybody, with her being the first woman into a Royal Rumble, first woman to eliminate a male in the Royal Rumble, first woman to hold the Intercontinental Championship, first woman to hold the European Championship. You know she's she's done a lot. As much as I hate the work she had, and how smoke and mirrored they had to keep her go by strict accolades China is number three
1: Trish you like you like China
0: no god no I'm good Trish Stratus <laughs> on the other hand needs to be at like 20. I don't.
1: I can envision. I can envision her in the top fifteen or ten. Um, yeah, twenty. Fine. You know, I wouldn't be offended by it, but I don't know why they put her at number one. No offense, Trish. Trish Stratus is not only
0: as successful as Charlotte Flair, but perhaps she sits at number one because she was the queen of the ring in the mid '90s or the mid '90s. What the fuck? Whatever. Whatever this fucking article is, they're fucking stupid. Her influence (laughs) paved the way for a stronger woman representation in the WWE. She also happens to have won the Women's Championship seven times. Which was the record until Charlotte fucking shattered that one.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: It's just... Oh, God. It's just it's irritating. Like Beth Phoenix was number eleven, Mickey James was number twelve. Paige was seventeen, AJ was eight or nineteen. Like fuck. Stephanie McMahon was on the list. (laughs)
1: Well, of course she's on the list.
0: 23. That's BS. She's a former women's champion.
1: Still, uh, she makes my list. I can put her on a list. They...
0: Shut up. They copped out the Bella Twins for fucking 26 together.
1: The list of Jericho.
0: Okay, sure. Um... (laughs)
1: <laughs> drink it in man
0: uh, yeah sonia deville was 47 i'm just like fuck
1: oh well so what do you want your little stipulations to be for you to pick your top 10 what do you want
0: My top 10 will not only be wrestling ability, but accolades as well. I don't give two shits about what they do on the outside world. So does that mean Sable's gonna make my list? Fuck no. She was a horrible wrestler. But (laughs) what she did inside the business as in like Putting handprints on her tatas and fucking letting that run wild for a pay per view. Yeah, that put a lot of eyeballs on the product for more than one reason.
1: Drawing the attention in.
0: So next week, you'll have it a top 10 list for both male and female. And the criteria is accolades plus. In ring work.
1: Awesome. I can't wait to hear this.
0: So, no, that doesn't mean Flair and Cena are going to be one and two.
1: I wouldn't expect them to be one and two coming out of your mouth.
0: Well, accolade wise, Cena's got a lot. I think he's literally done everything. There's a lot of them that's done everything.
1: Sure John Cena has done everything except for become intercontinental champion
0: and king of the ring king. edge has king Baron of the ring Cor- Seamus has king of the ring Austin has king of the ring he uh, has count. king of the ring Oh hell king Booker nobody gives a fuck Kurt Angle has king and, of the ring Billy Gunn has king of the ring
1: Baron Corbin has ruined that for us
0: oh it was ruined way before Baron Corbin King Mabel King Bret Hart um. King Triple H.
1: <laughs> the King of Kings. See?
0: Oh. Let's get on with the WrestleMania 11 review because this was a shit WrestleMania that we had to sit through.
1: Pretty much.
0: Um. I'm going to say right now I skipped through a lot of this because I did not want to watch bad 90s promos or bad 90s, uh, you know, America the Beautiful.
1: i tell you what, you got a bunch of America's, I don't want to say rejects, because there was some pretty high-class celebrities, but just a pile of celebrities to fill this thing because there was nothing on that card really man
0: well when we get to the the what was supposed to be the what I think should have been the main event um we'll get to that but first we're going to start with the allied powers versus the blue brothers uh horrible fucking match
1: pretty quick match too
0: it was yeah it was somewhat quick it was like 5 or 6 minutes um Botched double power slam, horrible
1: sunset flip. <laughs> the botched, the botched double slam looked absolutely terrible. Like, Luber like, could have hurt that. One hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, God, that was just horrible from start to finish. And the sunset flip was the one that was what ended the match. Mm-hmm. and i was just like what the fuck there's gonna be a lot of horrible finishes on here especially the taker bundy match but fuck
1: um and then uh zeb Coulter, which he went by some other name uh, then uncle zeke he was out there bit uncle zeke yeah he's out there bitching about their loss and you can barely hear what he's saying like yeah and he gets all flustered and he like stumble he like stutters through it and then he just walks away. Oh yeah, it was a it was a it joke.
0: Was audio issues, pyro issues, which is what we're, what we're going to get to. Razor Ramon versus Jeff Jarrett for the IC title with the Road Dog. Hope you're getting better there, buddy. Uh, get well soon. Um, and Sean Waltman, the one-two-three kid who looked like the Karate Kid if he never moved out of mom's basement,
1: <laughs> isn't that a fact?
0: Oh my god, it was horrible. Razors trying to get through the fucking sea of photographers at the end of the fucking ring—that wasn't
1: happening. Yeah, they filled it. They filmed it as if like they were the paparazzi and shit, you know
0: well because of all I the think stupid they were, celebrities that were
1: there right they're trying to make it feel like it was some really really big thing like i know that wrestlemania is a big thing obviously it's one of my favorite times of the year but they want they they almost made this almost almost like um like a red carpet kind of vibe mm-hmm. the whole, whole time and it was bullshit it oh, was agreed. bullshit agreed
0: wholeheartedly Um, yeah, it was just, what the fuck, uh, and they get into the ring, they start off early, and I'm noticing that the pyro for Razor is still on the ring and up, up top, and then they just, like, without the music, just randomly do the fucking Razor's pose with the pyro going off, and I'm just like, did
1: they not just take it away, like, what the fuck? It it seems like some, um, I would say a lot of people got fired after this WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it was, it was an okay
0: match. Jeff Jarrett looked like an ugly ass stripper. Like it, it,
1: it it was bad. Yeah, this was bad. It had potential to be a, a great match. Oh yeah. Um, because from my understanding, those two had a couple other matches prior to and after, yeah, um, this match, and they were much higher quality. So ah, it's just unfortunate, you know. You, this is the biggest show of the year, the biggest match of your year, and it was not good. Oh God, <laughs> no! Uh,
0: and to to finish it, it was a fucking horrible DQ finish. Roadie, Road Dog fucking just comes in. Dale's razor with a chop block and then him and fucking Jeff Jarrett are beating up razor and one, two, three kid. Oh my God. It was bad. The match was bad. It was okay, but it was bad.
1: And that's the thing. So you thought the match was okay, but still you've got a very bad start to WrestleMania here. You don't have a good match. They don't, you know what I mean? You want to start off with a bang, so to speak, and you've got two dud matches in a row. I mean, fucking
0: uh, Fantastic Sam's must have been having a fucking sale on perms because I saw a lot of male perms fucking in this WrestleMania between Razor, Jarrett, fucking, God, fucking, uh, Kama, Michaels, God, it Everybody. was horrible. Anybody that had long hair had a nice curly perm
1: or mullet. Like fucking Sid, <laughs>
0: Sid was even bad and like premed
1: up. I was like,
0: what the fuck?
1: His was one of the best ones. <laughs> Pretty much
0: because it wasn't getting ruined. He wasn't wrestling.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Uh, next match: King Kong Bundy versus Undertaker in the illustrious Undertaker streak. This is at the beginning of when all the streak was like just bad.
1: Yeah, and uh, I don't think that they were calling it the streak then. Obviously, there was a, it, the streak had started, but it wasn't like a big deal where people were bringing signs and blah blah right. blah. But I'll tell you what, this this was probably my least favorite Undertaker match ever.
0: Whenever we get the chance to watch WrestleMania nine. Hold that thought. I want you. I want you to Here. remember that thought.
1: <laughs> I'll have plenty of these cold beers. That I just held up to the camera for you to see. Because if I'm going to have to watch something this week for you, I'm not going to be very happy. <laughs> I'm not saying we're going to do it this the next week, but I'm saying whenever oh, we thank you so much.
0: <laughs> whenever we get a chance to review nine. Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez is his worst match ever.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll have to wait
0: to find that out. It's worse than any Great Khali match he ever had. Um, oh yeah, it's bad.
1: It's really wow. bad.
0: Really, really bad. Um, I don't know who the fuck this baseball empire was. But uh, I guess he was a celebrity at the time. Don't fucking know what he was doing. Um, <laughs> Bundy looks like Butterbean if he was a lot more athletic. It, <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. At yeah. the time, it's called or He would just walk the ropes, and now it's called Old School, so he did that. Fucking did the, did the whole thing with the urn, and then Kama fucking comes, and that gets the earn back for the million dollar corporation and oh my god this whole thing with the million dollar corporation went for a year one year because the year before in the year before they did Undertaker versus Undertaker at SummerSlam.
1: Undertaker versus Undertaker.
0: Yes, they literally I'm not joking about this, Matt. They had Mark Calloway, the actual Undertaker, versus Brian Adams, I think is who it was, one of Taker's friends. And uh, they did a literally Undertaker versus Undertaker match.
1: Jesus.
0: And it was it was bad. That was that was pretty bad too, but not as bad as the Gonzalez match. Um Yeah, so then they do this at Mania with King Kong Bundy as in the million dollar corporation. And then at the fo- of that year's SummerSlam at 95, they do a casket match between him and Kama with the urn and everything and it, that was stupid.
1: Yeah, like I've said before, I think casket matches are annoying. I don't like them anyways, so
0: <laughs> which is fine. No no problem there. And then the finish came out of left field because when does he ever pin somebody after that jumping
1: fucking clothesline? No, never, dude. They they definitely should have let him finish. With one of his traditional moves. I mean, I understand that dude's a big guy, but come on now. Right.
0: God, did that suck. Yoko, Zuna, and uh, Owen Hart versus the Smoking Guns for the Tag Team Championships. Uh, Another not good, but not bad match. Uh, I hate to say this on air, but Yoko was fat as fuck. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was the fattest he's he was until uh Legends of Wrestling or Heroes of Wrestling whatever the fuck that old ass pay-per-view was. But they tried to go they tried to get him to do the Duke University weight loss program with Vader and that was a no-go. Yoko just had a huge problem with weight loss. Uh Hart was pretty much in there for to get most of the heat, Yoko was there for cleanup, which was how it should have been. Um, and miscommunication for a first-time teaming, which is about that, which is which should happen, and then bonsai drop, and then Owen looks like he's about to go for the sharpshooter and just goes, "Fuck it, I'm gonna pin him."
1: <laughs>
0: bonsai that bonsai drop still looks bad. Like every time he. Like every time I see him do that, I feel like he accidentally crushes the guy underneath his fat ass.
1: Oh yeah. God that's he's, he's way way too big of a guy to be doing that shit, but that's just my opinion.
0: Right. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um next match. And new tag team champions, by the way, the Owen Hart and Yokozuna, who would hold those titles until the In In Your House after SummerSlam, where all the titles were on the line between Diesel, Sean, and Hart and Yoko. Right. Which, a great match, by the way, if we ever get a chance to review that. Um, Bret Hart versus Bob Buckler... Uh, Buckland for an I quit match for the return I quit match that happened at Survivor Series the year prior uh, due to Owen Hart's interference and Bob Buckland getting the WWF championship off of Bret Hart after a like seven year drought and then losing it three days later to Diesel So they, awesome. they have the I quit match is a return match and Roddy Piper will now be the special guest referee. This match sucked ass because you just hear Roddy Piper over and over again. Do you quit? Do you quit? And then when he's he's asking the guy who's holding the submission, Brett, Do you quit? No, no I'm not going to fucking quit. I'm the guy. I'm the guy doing the submission. Right. God, it, oh my god, over and over, it was so goddamn annoying, it wasn't even funny, it was just like, it was like more him trying to get himself over, and it was just stupid, oh my god. And then the ending of the match, you just see Buckling get caught in the chicken wing, and you just hear him go, Arr! and Piper counted that as I quit.
1: Yeah, he didn't even actually quit.
0: He didn't fucking quit. He just fucking went.
1: Right. Oh, God.
0: Oh, my God. I don't know. This is what should have been the main event. In my opinion. Diesel versus Shawn Michaels. This should have been the main event, hands down, for the WWE Championship. Oh, definitely. This was such a fast-paced, hard-hitting match at the beginning, and then they slowly got it back going in the second and third gear, which was great. Uh, For the first 60 seconds, fast-paced as hell. Sean accidentally knocking over a photography guy, and then him dragging him off into the alleyway, being like, get the fuck over here, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, diesel gives him a high boot or high knee or something and he's supposed to go over the top rope he doesn't but he gives himself a great save like going through the ropes that was amazing
1: that was cool he stopped himself with like his toes and then dropped himself down yeah that was cool
0: clotheslines diesel over the top skims the cat over the top rope going back into the ring hops onto the corner crossbodies over the top like this was the most high impact high flying like it was just so well done between both men and I enjoyed every second of it it actually got me like more energized to watch the rest of the pay-per-view and then I realized oh shit there's one match left and it's the match I really don't care for then you get then you cut off the Pam Anderson and uh who? what was the other bitch's name Uh, Jenny McCarthy. Yes. Two women who would rather be anywhere else but here. They'd probably rather be sucking on Hugh Hefner's cock than fucking watching wrestling that does not involve Ah. them. (laughs) Good Lord. And I like it how they introduced Jenny McCarthy. MTV's Jenny McCarthy. Name one thing she was on fucking MTV for. Fucking Christ. At least Pam Anderson had a TV show. But then, like I said, it went from Ferrari fast to Molasses slow. Like, in a fucking hurry. Sweet chin music. Took the turn pad, the turnbuckle pad off. And then poured poor, poor fucking Sean. Supposed to get slingshot into the metal turnbuckle corner. Misses the top one and hits the middle one where it's padded. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And then takes the worst jackknife
1: Should've... Should've... uh... Well... Um... So what's this nuts there uh, he, he's standing up he's or standing up <laughs> he's on his shoulders and it almost looks like he holds on awkwardly or something does that yeah. make sense like he almost like he wasn't wasn't ready to brace himself or to take the bump so he kind of he took the bump really he did weird it on purpose later in interviews he would admit to doing it on purpose. Why on God's green earth would you ever take a bump bad on purpose at WrestleMania? To make him
0: look bad, because
1: Sean wanted to be champion.
0: And it's his That's friend, too. That's the best part. It was like his best friend, and he still fucked with him.
1: That's messed up.
0: And yeah, it's like Sean almost landed on his fucking feet. So it was like, what was the point of taking the goddamn power bomb?
1: Jesus Christ they didn't put too much good planning into these I'll tell you that
0: god no but I will say this was the best match of the night hands down if I'm gonna be if I I wanted to be a fucking sadistic asshole I'd be this was a five star match compared to everything else oh compared to everything else for sure and then we get the worst of the... Well, before we go, I want to actually... Before we go to the main event, I want to point out what they did at the ending of this match. JTG... Or not JTD. That's the black guy. Jonathan Taylor... Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Jonathan JTT? I think is what his name is. The fucking yes, little kid correct. from Home Improvement. Um, yeah, yeah. The Puerto Rican from NYPD... And then Pam Anderson and Jennifer, uh, or Jenny McCarthy, both, uh, all four of them are in the ring with Diesel, trying to be like, this is our guy, this is what, this is who we stand behind. Motherfucker. No, you, no, you don't. You, you only with him because A, Vince told you to get in the ring with him and B, he Diesel is the quote unquote "leader of the new generation because he wasn't filled with steroids. <laughs> and this was two years after the steroid trial. Last match, I oh my God, I just fuck. Bam, bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> You're more of the football guy. Could you explain to the people at home who Lawrence Taylor actually is?
1: So um, I didn't get to delve into why he got uh, selected to go, you know, to be involved with uh, WrestleMania. But anyway, there's not very many players um, with the professional – sports, you know, NFL, whoever, that get to play for one team for their whole career. Okay? Right. He played for the Giants his entire career. So, and they called him LT for, obviously, his initials, Lawrence Taylor. Big dude. Big dude. And, um, I mean, you go ahead and look him up. And, I mean, it's just a – a massive guy. So, anyways, um, yeah, he just had a birthday too. I just looked up his birthday. He had a birthday back in February.
0: Happy birthday, buddy! Happy birthday, Lawrence <laughs> but, uh, Taylor. if you ever listen to this goddamn wreck show,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean supreme, supreme athlete. Um, if you, if, you know, if you got any friends or family who are Giants fans. They probably um, absolutely loved him. They might even have a jersey of his. I mean, talk about an icon for... Obviously, this was BYWWF at the time. Used them, uh, or used him. And, I mean, I get it. Um, Celebrity matches can be funny. They can draw people in to watch it. But I'm just kind of upset that they used it as a main event. Because... Because why? You know what I mean? Um, No, I get it. Now, to be fair, kind of put on a decent show. So, Okay, um, was it a
0: good match for Lawrence Taylor? Yes. Was it an okay match for Bam Bam? Eh, Hard to say. For Bam Bam, it's like WrestleMania 22 with Michaels and Vince. It was Shawn Michaels' worst match. Probably, but it was Vince's best.
1: And what what's Bam Bam really going to care in the long run as long as he's getting paid? Can you hear me? You can hear me. Put your thumbs up if you can hear me. I can't hear you. Um, let me... Well, I'm just going to apologize to the listeners in case, for whatever reason, they can't hear you, Cody, um, because I can't hear you right now. Um, No, I can see you talking, but I can't hear you talking. So I apologize for the technical difficulties here, guys. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, Oh, I can hear something now, dude. Can you hear me now?
0: Hold on. Okay. Can you hear me now?
1: Oh yeah, we can hear you.
0: Okay. For whatever reason, my mic just quit. <laughs> hey. It's the I, technological
1: world we're probably living.
0: Worst part is I don't even know when the mic
1: quit. <laughs> um. Well, I, all of a sudden, I just stopped hearing you.
0: Right, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, a, I know it's only been like a like maybe a one two minute thing, but like, what the fuck? Huh? That's okay. Um, Whatever. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> I I forget exactly where we were, but like you say, was it a was it a good match for Lawrence Taylor? Yes. Was it a was it a eh match for uh, uh what Oh, name? bam, bam. I I know
0: where we left off. I said that he got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar payday
1: for that. Holy smokes. Now that's killer. That's killer right there. Right. Shit, you'll lose to whoever you want for that kind of money. Right,
0: exactly. So it's just like, what the fuck? But, uh. Yeah, I mean, on a. I don't know. Here's the thing the shoulder tackles, the three shoulder tackles for the finish, I'll accept that because he's a football player. He doesn't know exactly what to do he was gonna do a jackknife powerbomb to like imitate diesel because he was quote unquote being trained by diesel that's not gonna fucking happen he does a a fucking gut wrench powerbomb and then just for whatever reason three tackles later and then he wins The move of that match, though, is when Bam Bam goes off the top for the moonsault. Drives his knees right in the fucking Lawrence Taylor's face. That poor bastard. Oh, cool. That has to hurt, man. Especially at uh, Bam Bam's weight. He fucking was a heavy dude.
1: (laughs) He's a big boy.
0: Oh, without a doubt. So, Matt, on a scale of 1 to 10, WrestleMania 11, how would you fucking
1: rate it? Out of 10? Out of 10. Do we really need to put 10, 10 stars up there? 10 or ten 10- ticks for me to rate this with? That's crazy. Um, Only because of John Michaels. And this is only because of that match. I'll give it. Mm, I'll, oh. It's hard, ain't I'll it? Give, I'll give it two out of ten. I'll give it. I'll give it two only because of that match. Like, I'm not trying to disrespect Shawn Michaels, um, but otherwise, I would give it a zero. If it wasn't for them, I would give it. A, but I'll give it a two because of them.
0: Because of the Diesel Sean match, I am also going for two out of ten stars on this pay-per-view. <laughs> it holy cow! It was hard, it it was hard to sit through for an hour and yeah. a half, skipping through shit just to the matches for an hour and a half. It was hard to sit through until you got the Sean oh, Diesel, and then when you watch the LT match it's like fuck I gotta sit through this fucking 10 minute train wreck
1: (laughs) good for you for watching an hour and a half worth with fast forwarding I watched about um a about a 30 minute review um or a condensed version if you will of of the freaking pay-per-view and uh yeah it's 30 some minutes I'll never get back of my life unfortunately
0: So, with that being said, our last pay-per-view review before WrestleMania actually happens. I'm going to pick it this time because I need a fucking palate cleanser after the last two we had, thanks to you. Yes, please. WrestleMania 21, WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Opening match, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. Just a classic match between two tag team champions. The first ever Money in the Bank ladder match featuring Kane, Christian, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Shelton Benjamin, and the dark horse of the whole match, Edge. (laughs) Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels in an an interpromotional battle. Hands down, pretty cool. Randy Orton versus Undertaker. Legend Killer versus The Streak. In a promotional battle. WWE champion JBL defends against John Cena. Triple H defends the World Heavyweight Championship against Batista, the Royal Rumble winner who just defected from Evolution. These two matches are going oh, to
1: suck. That was the thumbs down yep. time. Right, where, when, right when, when he chain that's where he, where he
0: choose between SmackDown and Raw, who he's gonna face.
1: That was one of my favorite times of WWE.
0: Big show versus Aki Bono in a sumo match. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Hulk Hogan makes a surprise return at WrestleMania twenty one to thwart Muhammad Hassan against Eugene uh which not was was not a match it was just whatever stone cold steve austin and roddy piper inside R- piper's pit like that was pretty cool to watch i've already watched this one like multiple nice. times i'm i can't wait to watch it again it is like hands down one of the best pay-per-views of all time you have the two Ruthless Aggression PG-era stars. Their, their rise to fame start on this WrestleMania. You have a classic Lucha match between Eddie and Rey. You have the birth of what becomes the greatest like title conception you can ever have. One year to cash in a briefcase. Who would have thought that would have gotten over?
1: I love it. The Money in the Bank, um, the Money in the Bank match is my favorite um, match of the year, and now it's its own pay per view, obviously. And you already, uh, you already know, or you've already seen my my briefcase. I love the fact that I have the briefcase. Got to see a Money in the Bank pay per view on my birthday one time, which is where I got that. You, you're right, man. Like that was the start of it all. And, that if I could if I could make it to the WWE, let's just say I was gonna train to go yeah. to the WWE. My dr- my dream would be to win money in the bank. Not to not to become champion. Obviously you'd want to cash in and become champion, but my dream would to be Mr. Money in the Bank. <laughs> right.
0: Which is fine. I have I have no issue with that myself. I mean there are there are classic money in the bank winners. You have Edge, R V D, Mr. Kennedy, um CM Punk twice Jack Swagger of all people who is now Jake Hager in AEW fucking Miz Cena Kane um who else Damian Sandow uh of all people Seth Otis Seth Rollins Dean Ambrose Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Bailey, Oscar. You know, just so many Dolph Ziggler, just so many names to think. Daniel Bryan. Like god, there's just so many awesome names who have won that briefcase and have cashed it in. I mean, who could forget the Miz? Like fuck, he's won it twice. The second time was against Otis, thank God.
1: Yeah, he's Mr. Money in the Bank.
0: Yeah, now he's Mr. Bad Bunny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. WrestleMania shaping up to be awesome. We will talk about that next week. We will talk about takeover next week. We will talk about um, WrestleMania 21. If you guys have any yeah. questions, leave them in the TikTok at kfab Report. We will answer them on air, um, or on video depending on what the questions are. And if you want to follow us, like I said, at TikTok at kfab Report, at Facebook at kfab Report, at uh Facebook at DJ Hightrain, at Facebook at Cody Wilson. At Facebook, uh, just follow us on Facebook right now. Instagram at Kfabe Report. You know, uh, at Instagram at DJ Hype Train. We love you guys. We thank you for the support. Uh, huge boost in the podcast last week. Huge boost in the podcast this week. We still we're still up there in the twenty download mark, which is really cool to see. Uh, thank you. And like we always end. It is F Mary Kill and it's my turn because you picked last week and I hated your picks because you're an asshole. Can't help it. So let's go through the 50 greatest women of WWE and pick some nasty ones. Do you know who Luna oh, Fashan no, is? No, but I can
1: look her okay, up. Okay, look
0: her up. You said Luna? Luna Fashan. Okay. If you need to know how to spell Vachon, it, V-A-C-H-O-N.
1: Oh, I got her. Okay. There's some hair on her, huh? <laughs> you, ready for wow. the next, you ready for the Different next one? bones may break my bones, but whips and chains excite me. Uh, she's pretty cool looking. <laughs> Bonacano. we come on now. You're not even coming up with people I know here. Exactly. What That's kind of the that? point.
0: N a k a n o. And for those for you at home listening, uh, please look up these women. You you'll you'll enjoy the pictures.
1: Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. I like the hair on that one. Look how tall the hair is. And last but not least, Nia Jax. All right. I'm marrying Nia Jax. Because Nia seems pretty cool when I watch all these Total Divas and all that. So... Oh god. She looks pretty she looks pretty cool. She's kinda dramatic, but whatever. And she probably makes some good food to be honest with you. Um <laughs> uh, And then Bull Nakano kinda scares me, so I'm gonna have to kill her off. I'm gonna have to kill her off. Be, so wait, to that means you're
0: gonna fuck Luna
1: <laughs> Yep. I'm gonna put it to her one time she ain't gonna let go after that one time it looks like holy shit <laughs> i mean you never know man oh she's she's passed away now too. oh is she really i didn't know me... that now i'm now i'm now i'm a necrophilia kind of person here i didn't know
0: she passed away oh shit I'm... may your soul be at peace luna but uh goddamn well, with that, the podcast is going to end on a sour note. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: wow. you just you just had your co-host um, you f Mary kill, and I decide to f the freaking one that's passed away. That's awesome. I feel so happy with my decisions. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, when you when you make some TikTok videos tomorrow. You should see uh ask your your followers if they have any interest or a specific interest in anything they'd like to see or have me try to find while I'm down there because I'll be down there for both nights of Wrestlemania. Right. So if there's anything they want to try to see, I'll try to capture that. Um I obviously access or anything, but I'm not no, going to No, they're doing a like whole that, bunch
0: of virtual meet and greets. I know that.
1: Gotcha. Well, obviously, I'm going to try to go down near the area early like everybody else does and see right. if I run into anybody. So, There you go. That'll be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, for
0: sure. So, so definitely check the TikTok on that. Um, we'll definitely have uh, updates for the days that Matt's down there. Uh, for the podcast, though, I'm signing off. <laughs> Matt, uh, always good talking to you, buddy. I love it. Uh, let's keep the podcast going and keep it going strong. Uh, you going to Mania is going to only help that. That's it. <laughs> That's it, guys. Hope everybody has a great week. Yep, have a good day, good week, good night, and we'll see you next week with the review of WrestleMania.